Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. 
Welcome to another special for the Fighting Cock podcast. We said we'll be delivering you more of this sort of stuff during the summer, during the season. Um, and here it is. We're talking to Elliot from Bear Pit TV. You right, guys? You right, Fluff? Yeah, not bad. <coughs> Stoke fan. Yeah. You know, we never had a never? opposite fan on, on the pod before. Although this is a, a, like an, in addition to the main pod that goes out. Okay. So you're... You should feel privileged. Yeah, some some sort of honour. I'll get this on my CV. Yeah, yeah, work it on now. You, but what's, what's Bear Pit so people know? Uh, Bear Pit is Stoke City's fan channel. So, you know, like the Arsenal fan TVs and the Red Men that you see, but it's for Stoke. Um, you know, we do a lot of, you know, we steer clear of what the other guys sort of do in Baltal, you know, 12 fan comes after a game. We do sort of do the away day side, you know, document the day from start to finish. And, yeah. and you know, the majority of the time it ends in absolute despair for Stoke. Yeah, of course. I, I, I'm not a big fan of the, the fan cam stuff, I've got to be honest. I understand where, why it has a place and I understand, I mean, Arsenal Fan TV has, has become massively popular, but in my opinion, a lot of that popularity has come from comments. Idiots, uh, but also from fans of other other clubs laughing at them. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And, and that's it. Sort of demoralises your club. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we steer clear of that. We do one or two. If yeah. That, uh, well, if you find someone with something decent to say, there's no harm in that. Yeah, exactly. Just... I mean, something we're trying to do more, and we're going to debut it after the game this weekend, is just four guys in a pub with a pint speaking about the game. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds better. I mean, that's where the fighting cock came from. Was this this idea about taking? The conversations you have in the pub and just sticking them on on yeah, it exactly. And I think that's kind of what we're, where we've always we've never kind of diverted from that. Yeah, which is why you know a lot of our content actually isn't about football; it's just us it's just pissing just about, speaking about stuff. Yeah, um, which in itself has its own pitfalls, as I've, I've discovered over the last five years. Um, so when the last time we did something together, it was for Ball Street on your channel. Yeah, um, I mentioned what I thought was a custom at. At at uh, at crew, um, uh, sorry, Stoke. at Stoke, where they go into a pub and the pub's closing or or it's it's kicking out for the game, um, but people buy cartons and put them on string or something like that, and they they put them on over the shoulder. And the cartons might be full of ale, but they're like real resealed. I've got yeah, I, I still have no idea where you got this from. I put obviously I put the video on our page, our yeah. Facebook page, and not one person knew what you're on about. Not yeah. one, and that's twenty thousand, Stoke fans on your Facebook page. Yeah, and not one new. Not one new. Is it weird that I know more about the culture of your football I club don't think than you your do. fans? I think you've just picked up a different club and thrown it on us. We do right. cakes and so yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's, 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 it's milk cartons full of booze, and I'm not. Look, this is not. <laughs> Not true. So no I'm ringing idea. Case. So people who listen to this know Case is he, okay. he runs our podcast. He doesn't know that he's going to be on this. <laughs> so I'm just giving him a go now. Uh, let's hope he picks up. Let's hope he's not right. Or it's like, no, he is. Makes he, me look stupid. No, he is right. <laughs> it's just no a, one knows. It's just a niche niche thing. I'm eating him. All right, Case. <laughs> I'm eating him. I don't care, man. We're recording. <laughs> we're doing. You know, I mentioned doing that special for the um, the Stoke fan previewing the game and whatnot. No, but what, what are you eating? Steak. <laughs> Straight in steak. <laughs> steak, just a steak. <laughs> case works out. See, and he needs his protein. All right, okay. How many steaks you had today, Case? One. Just the one. All right. We've only a couple before bed then. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm ringing up. You know why, don't you? 
No. Well, what if I? Why would I be ringing up to talk to you about your trip to Stoke last year? Oh, you, you rang me about this a while ago, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So just, just I didn't make this up, did I? What happened when you went to the pub in Stoke? Uh, they had like those, like the milk bottle, two liter, whatever they are, the two, the two pint yeah. milk bottle things. And you could order like cider, I think it was. I think mm. you could have beer, you could have whatever you wanted really on tap. And they just fill one of those up. And then they had the machine there that would seal it like you would get a milk bottle. And you could just take that out with you. Can we you remember? down the street with about, there's about 10 of us. And we had like two <laughs> in each hand. Uh, and we were like peeling the tops off and just sipping our, uh, our cider or whatever it was. <laughs> In that case, nice to meet you, at, albeit by the phone, uh, Elliot here from the Barefoot TV. What right, pub mate. was this? Or what bar? What? Uh, it must be one pub that does it, because... Was it, was it near the ground? No, I can't, I can't think where... I can't think where it was. It's, what's the big car park? Um, near the town hall, is it? Oh, God. It, I think you've gone... Yeah, it, I, I think I know it, where you're talking. I think you've gone to a I little student like a bar. system around there. And yeah. And sort of went wandering off down that way. Because we could walk to the station from where we were. Yeah, I think so. you've gone to a little student bar. But I just want to make it yeah. clear that that's not a regular occurrence. <laughs> I think it's just that bar you were in. All right. I know a couple of mates who are big Stoke fans. So they sort of took us on their little uh, yeah. guided tour of Because Stoke. we put that out on our page to 27,000 people. And not one knew what you were on about. <laughs> Really? Oh, it's that exclusive. I can get you the details if you want. Please do. Please do. Here's the details, I actually think they're onto something. This is a brilliant business idea. Yeah. And, I, and I think that actually this tradition could become a thing around Stoke. Uh, and, and it, well, I don't know what's the legality of it, because I don't think you can be drinking it, can you, on the street, but... They could, the reason they did it was because they could t- sell it as like takeaway. Beer. Yeah, exactly. It's a brilliant idea. <laughs> yeah. It's a brilliant oh, idea. I think we were supposed to be wandering down the street drinking it. But, yeah. Cheers, Case. Enjoy the I'll steak. Know, I'll try and find out what puppy was, yeah. Yeah, finish the steak. Alright, mate. <laughs> Alright, well, there you go. Cleared up. Yeah. Um, so it isn't the Stoke so I'm not going crazy. No, no. Uh, or, or, and uh, I've, I've established the fact that I've, I'm not talking out of bullets. There were some people on your, on your Facebook page who got a little bit. Knocked about a little bit angry yeah, of it. I, I was, I was like, you was a bit angry. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the game. Um, so Spurs haven't started brilliantly. We've um, we, we, we've struggled, but we've kind of got the point points on on the board. Tricky away tie. Everton, Cumin's got them playing well. Their team, despite their position last year, is actually pretty good. Mm. They've strengthened slightly, and um, and they've kept hold of Lukaku though. Yeah, he hasn't really been fit yet. Um, what, what's your feelings about how the game might go? Um, uh, what were your opinions of Tottenham? Um, Tottenham, for me, I know you said they've been started poorly, but you can't have started much worse than we have. Yeah, uh, bottom of the league. That's uh, right. But you know, it's it'll all come to the game on Saturday, and we've made some signings. So you know, we've got Wilfred Boney, which I feel was a missing piece of the puzzle. Yeah. So we had no clear striker who can put away the chances, and we you know we've got Juf, Stephen, uh, John Walters. And Peter Crouch, like, Crouch is decent, but you know he's not—he's not bagging all those goals at this age anymore. Much loved Peter Crouch. Of course, Dallas everyone Spurs. probably loves Peter Crouch. He's just a top guy, isn't he? Yeah, just absolutely top guy. I love that the the one that the video in getting off his absolute pickle in IB for a week. Yeah, they just pop up every year or so. You know when he's on his jolly bobs and he's there doing robot or yeah, yeah, absolutely smashed. Didn't you? You had a post that went viral recently of uh, um, when he scored a hat trick in the League Cup, was it? Yeah, in the EFL. Well, now it's called the EFL Cup, but yeah, he um, scored a hat trick at Stevenage and gave away his match, match hat trick match ball. What, to and you was recording lad. it? 
yeah, I was just in the I was in the stands and I'm just recording as I do anyway for you know the Bear Pit TV and just so happens he come across to the crowd, just gave his match balls to this little kid. Sound kid. tough. Sound, sound, sound into he's just a good guy. Yeah, he is. Um so what what are your opinions of Tottenham? Um uh what you've seen, maybe what happened last year, is it have you been surprised by Pochettino's rise or is it No, I mean I suppose for me just sort of picked up from where you left off before the collapse yeah. if you know what I mean I don't think you've done badly at all I know you've ground out some late wins you know some late goals to get points or whatever mm. um, and against Liverpool maybe you know they should have had that penalty or what should have been that penalty in the game but you know we're all getting done by these referees. You, you especially it was especially yeah. uh, you know they're testing it out on us <laughs> Things that not the league just us but you know Spurs I'm expecting another decent season. I don't know how much the Champions League is going to affect you, mm. or how much you think it's going to affect you. A lot. Yeah. I think it's going to be an issue. So I don't think you've got one of the strongest squads de- in depth. We, we sold a lot. We, we sold yeah. a fair few, and, and we managed to get in um, Enkadu through the door uh, and a goalkeeper, which you know who cares about that really. Um, so yeah, we, we are we are lacking mm. uh, obviously, and Sissoko from. Newcastle. What do you bought. make of all that? This is so cool. To be honest, <laughs> I, I thought. Do you remember we we yeah, sat we down there? We sat down during the um, during the Euros, and and I was like, how is he? How is he playing in the European Championship final for France throughout? And yeah. then, and look, I, I always profess to know next to nothing really about football compared to managers. Who, you know, it's their role to know yeah. the ins and out of the game. And if he, if um, who was the French manager? Deschamps Deschamps right if he sees something in it then, then maybe there is a player there that yeah. Newcastle saw enough in to, to bring him in the Premier League and trust him and Everton Coman had enough interest to go in for him yeah in a big way you yeah. know they agreed a fee um, there must be something there I don't, I don't know what well I don't know I don't know what I mean and with Spurs, Spurs don't sh- I mean since the, the seven players that we bought after selling bail Spurs don't actually don't shell all that much money out. It's not often you see that amount of money being spent by Tottenham. I wonder how much of it's a panic and one of it's is actually looking at quality. But there's Pochettino seems to it seems to kind of go saying this is the guy I want. Mm. I mean, I trust him. Yeah. That's all I can do. Um, we needed people in that midfield who who will be able to fill in and, and and potentially be upgrades on what we got. We'll we'll, we'll see. Mm. I think I hope it's one of them things that we come that we come into. He comes in and. and and we are alright that's what I missed in the same way Dembele isn't really rated by other people unless I was going to say you mentioned this to me earlier and I know he's a good player but he's and you're saying that you're going to miss him a hell of a lot this weekend mm. but you know for someone who doesn't watch Tottenham well to watch them obviously in match of the day or the highlights but I don't see every minute of every game so I I, it's one of those where it's hard to spot what he does for you mm. exactly because he isn't you know out and out goal scorer I don't know how many assists yeah, well, he, do, he, he doesn't not, not that many no? he, he's like in the same way that much, in the kind of way that Modric was the metronome in our midfield, he, he kind of made it tick. Dembele does that as well, but he, he's just—he's unlike, genuinely unlike any other football I can think of. Mm. Um, and he, he offers us so much. Again, like, I'm not most people listening to this know acutely how good Dembele is from us. But what was interesting about him is how he he rose from being a very underrate, uh, underperforming, highly rated player. Mm. You know, there's this quote that, that that after we sold Bale to Real Madrid, Les Ferdinand put his hand round, uh, put his arm round Modric's shoulders and went, "You'll be the next one to go to Real Madrid." Mm. Like, wow, that's a fucking selling card. Like, forget about Tottenham, Les, for a second. Um, uh, yeah, so he, he he's been superb. And last year, 23 games he started. Um, we didn't lose a single one. Uh, similar 
obviously not on the same level and people will probably laugh but they're nowhere on the same level but the person who does that was for us is Glenn Whelan yeah. he dictates the play not in a not in a creative way but you know breaking up attacks yeah. and he's sort of passing that mantle on now to Gianelli and Bula who we signed from Porto for record for last January impressed with him yeah, yeah he's, he has his up and downs he has his games where he absolutely bosses it he has his games where he's been like inconsistent but he's he's really impressed me since we've signed him he loves taking on players every weekend when you see the score quiz stats or whatever for most take-ons he'll be near the top or the top every week just loves taking on a player sometimes he does it in some wrong areas mm. a bit close to the defence for my liking but he really knows that I'll go past someone and start an attack yeah. so I, he's someone you need to watch out for at the weekend um, so how, how do you what's the feeling around Stoke at the moment what, yeah. um, everyone's a bit dejected from being bottom of the league there's even been by very 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 small minorities but caught a few calls for Hughes out yeah but that happens it always happens you lose one game and you yeah, hear it exactly it's perfect but the transfer window and getting in everyone that we wanted or the p- person for every position that we wanted has given you know sort of, sort of a boost we're all excited to see Wilfred Boney this weekend mm. and hopefully he puts away some goals for us we've never like I said before we've never had that out and out goal scorer that person's just going to put away chances you'd expect to finish I don't when I see Mamad Biramju racing through on goal mm. I don't expect him to put him away yeah. he can't think he thinks too much about it and he, then it's straight at the keeper before you know it so I'm expecting Boney to do us the business um, I forgot what I was going to say it literally fell out my mind <laughs> this is not an uncommon thing on the podcast oh right no, this happens yeah. often yeah, yeah yeah and it doesn't get edited everything we you record goes out alright okay um, what was I going to say um, so what what ah oh, that was it Hughes so he, he yep. came in and almost uh, he kind of reinvented Stoke which is never you wouldn't imagine Mark Hughes being capable of doing that <laughs> But you managed to reinvent you because you, for, for a long, long time and fairly, you yeah. know, given Pulis's time, you know, you were a, a kind of very physical long ball merchant type yeah. football club. No denying that. I remember Adrian Durham on the radio saying it's fair enough that Pulis has got you up playing this football, and it's fair enough that he kept you in the division playing football. Now it's time for him to adapt it's and time change. To change. Yeah. Every every club you see Pulis go to, it's forty points and we're done. That's his target every year. If you yeah. want a man, if you want a man to keep you up. That's your man. Yeah, he, he will. He will do that. He's never been relegated as a manager, but he hasn't got that to, to push on. You know, start kicking towards the top, or you know, grind out those results needed to transform you into a top seven, or try and get you to the you know Europa League or anything like that. He, he can't do that. And Hughes came in. Hughes came in. Uh, you know, it took a steady progression uh, to try and get to the play, football we're playing now. And sometimes we'd still refer back to the long ball mm. just as a you know sort of safe bet. Yeah, it, the game for. Uh, at Anfield in the Capital One Cup last uh, semi-final last season you know we went to Anfield we've never won there since the 60s and we went there played crouch up top with John Walters on the wing feeding long balls into him won 1-0 yeah. it went to penalties we lost out unfortunately and it still hurts that um, especially with Lucas when he scores and he runs over to the Stoke fans and does a little dance in front of you I yeah. hate Lucas yeah do you? I hate him yeah it doesn't seem like that player that in, incite that sort of emotion from anyone, but he's absolutely not. I, I just indifference, complete indifference. He's gone now, isn't he? Yeah, Lucas. Thank yeah, God. But uh, but like I say, Hughes is you know he's coming, he's playing this football. He signed exciting, he signed ball some very talented, you know, tricky players that you wouldn't expect to see at Stoke. Like when we got Shiri and Shakiri, was absolutely. But Shakiri, Afalai, uh, Afalai, Bojan, Onatovic, um, Sobi, this, this winger we've got in Bula, Joe Allen. Um, he wants to play football Boney yeah and that's, that is a risky thing to do at Stoke is to kind of change the philosophy of a football club 
because you don't know it could it could have it ended could, up in relegation in tears yeah you never know where it's going to go but we did pick it up um it did take a while but we picked it up and it it showed most over the christmas period last year when we beat man united 2-0 at home beat man city 2-0 at home we beat chelsea before that uh, then we went to Everton and won 4-3 away from home, you know, playing this counter-attacking, dynamic football. Mm. Uh, the game against Man City was the one I remember in my mind because we could literally it should have been about six or seven. If we'd have put away even more of our chances, they, they didn't have a sniff that game. And What was the final score? Two, it ended 2-0. Yeah. But which it could have, honestly, some of the chances aren't out of it, Jazz. He hit the post twice. Um, and we could have absolutely battered them and that would have been a real wake up to you know it was anyway when we beat those sides it was a sort of wake up to the, to the Premier League to say you know here we are we're playing a different style of football now yeah Arnautovic stirs, stirs something in my loins there's <laughs> something about that man I know you love his finish against United oh we talked about this yeah. oh mate the, just the technique in which he's trying to you know Ian, Mashen, Ian McIntosh calls him Thunderbastard those type of yeah, goals yeah like, definitely it was it was just sex. And De Gea was nowhere no keeper in the world no, no matter if he would have been right in front of it there was no way he'd if he'd have been in front of it he'd been going in the net yeah he would have died yeah. a man would have died <laughs> on the football pitch yeah instant death <laughs> um, yeah it was there, there is something about him but yeah, Arnautovic is another one he's, he's a talented young lad he almost went in the summer um, but we somehow managed to pin him down to another four year contract uh, after you know reports from Everton being interested and he was our player of the season last year he scored 11 goals he's more of an inside forward than a winger because he cuts in that often to try and you know either score or set up a goal Yeah, but he's another one who's inconsistent for me and this is why I'm so glad we've got Sabi the young young winger to try and push him and Shakiri. you know when they're not playing so well right we'll get you off now because we've got we've got someone who can you know who's hungry for your place who can do a similar job mm. as we didn't have that before when you bring in John Walters on yeah and, and how's Shakiri done? Because Shakiri's been decent this season. Spurs were linked with him for a long time, and nothing really ever happened. And then he's uh, he he started well in the last. Is it how long have you been? About a year now. He he came to us last summer. Right. So uh, yeah, two years. This, this is his second season. Second season. Yeah. Um, his first season was a what we call the adapting to the Premier League. Yeah. Because he he scored he scored two or three goals, I believe. Um, didn't get too many assists which you know we were expecting a little better from him this season he started well uh, he scored against Middlesbrough in the first game of the season he's looked he's looked like he's more comfortable in the league but now he's out he's injured he's not even going to be playing this weekend is he not? Um, and there's rumours that it's six weeks it was only supposed to be a week injury or so but some Swiss media have said it's going to be six which I'm a bit worried about yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he's he, a starter he, he starts. he's a starter every week but you won't be seeing him this weekend Good. Uh, he also <laughs> well, scored. You might have Sobby. Really? And yeah. we, should we be worried about him? Because I remember you signed him. He's like, oh, I'm excited about this Egyptian yeah, sign. But he's... you hadn't signed anyone else. So I wasn't wondering yeah. how giddy he yeah. was getting over a signing. Was, just because he's courted him for a while. Um, he's one of those YouTube players, you know, when you watch him. And you, but he's done it. Uh, he's done it for us when he's come on, and it's, he's looked a real exciting talent. Where did you get him from? Uh, we got him from Al Ali. It was an Egyptian transfer record, five point five million. You know, the biggest transfer ever to come out of that country. Right. Uh, and he was named the biggest talent in Africa. Wow. Which is a big accolade. But well, that is a massive. There's some great players in Africa. Yeah, I know. It was a massive accolade, and it shows. I've t- I've told you before, but you know, for the guys listening, when we were interested in signing him, and now we have signed him, we had to sh- we had to block Egypt on the uh, on my page and on the Stoke City <laughs> official pages. Yeah, because the, the the Egyptian fans are mental, and Stokes, the official Stoke City Facebook page, went up uh, by the capacity of the ground in a week. 
all Egyptians. All their fault, all Egyptians. And there was just, you know, every post was Arabic. And it was, it was coming through to ours, you know, got loads of Arabic coming on. I'm like, what the hell's all this? And the so Egyptians. You do what any good Englishman mental. does and you ban him. Yeah, ban him. <laughs> ban him. Get him out of my Facebook page. Brexit! Don't want them. None of these Egyptians coming in and ruining our pages. Can't read any of it. Could be ISIS. You don't know. You know, it's. Um, it's, it's a tricky one, right? Because obviously you want fans from other clouds come and invest in the content you create, yeah. but it be, it's quite difficult when they flush they've, it full of language that no one understands. Yeah, they've... Uh, oh, here we go. Sorry. Don't worry don't about that. Um, but yeah, they've set up an Arabic pages now. That's how big it is. Well, hey, what, did Stoke, Stoke, Stoke has? Have, yeah, Stoke that's not a bad up, shout. They've set up an Arabic Facebook and Twitter account for them all. Brilliant. <laughs> so they don't spam hours. So, so they just put them all in like a yeah, sort of just a net, a net, <laughs> like a holding cell. Yeah. So there's something not right about this. I'm not sure Stoke thought this through. Yeah, it's strange. It's a weird one. A um, weird one. Yeah. So what I love about Stoke, I never really felt much about Stoke at all, but I love the fact that Ars- you and Arsenal hate each other. Oh yeah, we fucking hate Arsenal. I mean, I I oh. feel that. I know that, I, and I can understand it completely. Yeah. Whining. Whinging little Ugh. weird football club. So strange. It's it, so strange. Let's talk a little bit about how strange they are. Like what, 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 weird, let's talk about things we don't like about Arsenal. Okay. I don't, don't like the internet stuff. I don't like how they go mad over polls and yeah. And I don't Pathetic. know if you've seen, but like manager of the month and player of the month is going to be sided by Twitter now. So every season, every so every award, if there's an Arsenal or manager or player up, they're going to win it. Yeah, that's it's a bit pathetic. It's isn't a bit it? weird, isn't it? Weird, yeah. Why um, is it so important? But yeah, it's... I don't know. Do you like Wenger? I just hate Wenger. The Wenger... Oh, you hate him? Yeah, just yeah, hate him. Yeah. Just hate him. The in and out stuff's daft. It, this comes from... This comes from... All comes from Shawcross. The Shawcross... All stems from that, originally. Stems, yeah, yeah, that's... that was Pretty the, much. Yeah, and... Um, you know, he, he... I don't do it myself, but, you know, he, when he comes to the Britannia... Oh, maybe I should, because I just hate him. But... Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Every time we play each other, Rams will be booed. It'll probably go on forever until he dies. But it, it, it just happens. It's bad. It's kind of bad that we he gets booed, booed for being for broken his leg because it was no fault of his own that he get, his leg broken. No, but no. it's such as the kind of fierceness of of um, it's the siege mentality. It doesn't matter if your club's in the wrong. Yeah. If it's if you're, you will just but, defend them. You will defend them to yeah. the hill. And there's something in that. I know it's not. One of the things that pisses Stoke fans off most is the Arsenal fans don't realise number one Shawcross was in tears when he went off the pitch yeah. he's a fucking really nice guy yeah. I've met him he's one of the most down to earth and sort of, he doesn't come across that on the pitch and he's a right bastard and I wouldn't, I wouldn't want him at any other way of course not um, and then the second one is Shawcross went to apologise and Ramsey declined his apology which is a strange one that is because these things happen yeah so both of those things a lot of people don't get and Arsenal fans don't get or haven't heard or don't want to hear yeah. so that's another one you know just we, we tried to say sorry if yeah. it, effectively and it was de- denied but you're behaving like fannies yeah yeah it's a weird one yeah I mean I, I, yeah and they can net and you know Arsenal this side that they are this for me I, I always think of them as a poncy little poncy side yeah and Sam and Chino wearing Tarquins yeah 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 exactly yeah. and uh, when you know when they come to when they come to the Britannia they know they're in for a game I, yeah. f- I feel like we're 1-0 up every time we play Arsenal before the game because they just the Arsenal fans just don't like the Arsenal players just don't like it there don't like it up and they don't like it up and they don't like wind they don't like rain they don't like some hard tackles they want to 
play nice football and they don't like atmosphere don't like they don't atmosphere. like playing anything other than the most serene kind of polished areas <laughs> yeah um, they just want a bowling green do you with know the what? same sort of audience it's all of this Arsenal stuff stems it's the reason why they're not a proper football club is it stems from their roots you know they were moved from South London the first franchise football club all of anyone who supports Arsenal doesn't do it for the reasons that most people support their football club i.e. it's their local club or, mm. or, or you know it's a one that's sold to you by your old man and sold to you based on the traditions and stories of games and whatnot. That it, all of their their fan base comes from the sustained success of the last 20 years yeah um, and you know the Highbury used to be a quiet ground but you know there was 40,000 people in there this is 60,000 their new stadium and it is ridiculous it's so quiet I can't get over going I hate going there no it's I, not a football game no it's weird it's just so strange the atmosphere I and mean, we used to call Highbury Library but yeah like I say it's mm. even worse but yeah it is worse it's, it's terrible um you know, it's not. I, I've seen I've seen Arsenal finish above Tottenham so many times, um, but I still wouldn't change it for, not for a single minute. Not no. the thought of being near them, or, or, or even even being one of them. Because if, if Tottenham hadn't existed and Arsenal were the biggest club in your area, the chances are I probably would have grown up as an Arsenal fan. But I'd like to come, like to think that I'd have come to, the, to my senses. Yeah, you'd have, you'd have worked it out. Yeah. Um, so, uh, do you think Tottenham will finish above Arsenal this year, Elliot? I actually predicted this. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. No, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, I predicted. Did I say Arsenal sixth? <laughs> and where did I say you? Fifth? Third? Fourth? Third? Oh, well, that's where, I don't know actually. I can't remember. I can't but remember. it was above Arsenal. No, I, no, I said. I, so it's, this is where I'm going down well. Yeah. I said I don't know if, how you'll cope with the Champions League campaign. No, where that's that'll put you. I think that's a fair. But thing I did say it. Arsenal finish below you. Yeah, and that's that's all you, that's all you all need. need. All you need. Love it, love it, Elliot. Okay, so if if anyone, we did a, a little video preview, didn't we? Yeah. About, about the game on the Bear Pit TV. Yep. If you want to catch that, head over to the Bear Pit TV. Just whack that into you know the old YouTube or Facebook or any of those, and you'll you'll find us. It'll pop up. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Uh, remember, uh, the Fighting Cock comes out every Tuesday or Wednesday when we can when, when we can get it out. And this is a special. We've got other things lined up. We're talking to a guy who wrote a book about the rivalry in London between all of the clubs. Um, we've got him on the podcast uh, that'll be coming out next week. So, you know, it's really interesting talking more about this rivalry stuff and, and the formation of that rival when, rivalry when Arsenal kind of trampled their way on like the tramps that they are into, into North London. Um, yeah, so uh, remember Fighting Cock at Love the Shirt, Facebook. Dot com forward slash love the shirt no fighting cock I mean, you, fight you don't know and uh, yeah cock, cock, cock. Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. 
And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Sports Social Podcast Network.